You are listening to the Noisy Narratives podcast, a podcast produced by the Women of First Ministries at Frisco First Baptist Church in Frisco, Texas. Here at Noisy Narratives, we like to cut through the noise of our stories and get to the heart of what really matters. We hope you are blessed by what we share. Thank you so much for listening. Isn't it amazing? Welcome to Noisy Narratives. This is Debbie, and I'm here with Christy, and we have a guest today we'll introduce in just a minute. But first, Christy. That sounds like it should be in a horror movie somewhere. It sounds so like Raiders you, of the Lost Ark. Setting that up. Well, earlier, let's <laughs> remind people that you thought it was an angel from Revelations that we're studying. That's just one revelation. Just because that's where my mind goes right now with anything you bring, because you're deep into that study I right know. now. So let's just listen to that one okay, more time. Let's do it again. See if you can grasp it. Okay. It is a word. Oh. It's a true word. It's an English word. Like in the English language? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's an actual geographical location. Okay. Now Debbie's totally engaged. Oh, I this am. is fun. Here we go. Ready? But wait to your point. Gog, Magog, and Gog is in Revelation. So I see where you're getting some of the craziness right here. Just one more time because it's just fun to listen to. I think that's 15 syllables. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's a lake. Um, It's a lake. I was going to guess a volcano. Oh. That's actually where my mind went, was volcano. But you're saying it's a lake. It's a lake for our friends up in Connecticut. It's a lake on the border with Connecticut in the south. and Wait. A lake on the border with Connecticut in south central Massachusetts. Oh. I'm not from that area, so I have no kind of like our kind of like the Red River for us with Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, maybe because we're not as smart, we just need we, Red yeah, River. We just need like an easy it's word. It's legit you can Red, say. and it's a river. I don't know what this means, but this is a um, geographical location, and I thought the word was funny. That is who would come? Who would name think to name a lake like that? Like I would love to know where that the real comes meaning from. is. It Native American? Like how about originally if our, Native Americans up there? If our guest talks a long time, I'll do some research while he's talking. Which, and I'll get back to you which on that Which this one. guest can talk. Because we have Chris Hurt with us. We do. We have Chris Hurt hugging Chris his Hurt. spiritual, emotional, his, his spiritual. It's called spirit. <laughs> the horse that you're holding. And it's your emotional support animal. Because you're nervous after eating your McRib that you have to sit here with us on the podcast, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Good I, answer. Yeah, I uh, I have. The, well, it's spirit the horse. It's a stuffed animal that was in the corner. And uh, he was calling to me. Oh, well, we don't put baby in the corner. No either. one puts baby in the corner. No one puts baby in the they corner. They tried that one time and they made a horrible sequel about it. But, they did. Uh, yeah, he's he's fun. He's just, we're hanging. And by the way, that uh, that, that place, wherever the place. The lake? Uh, the 15 syllable word. Yeah, the, 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 probably is a dump hole, I would imagine. Probably no one goes there because the name won't even fit on a brochure. So That's a good point. Yeah. I'll tell you the meaning of it. An yeah. English knifeman and... Nip muck Indians at the boundary of a neutral fishing place. That's the actual meaning of the word. Hmm. Let me say that one more time. This one, this one word is really hard, though. English knifemen and nip muck Indians. I guess that's a tribe. Yeah. The nip muck Indians yeah. at the boundary or neutral fishing place. It's pretty much, I guess, a place where you go fishing. 
two people, two but different groups. The name met. probably came from though, like Indian. Native American. Exactly. Yeah. Native American. Good job, Debbie. You nailed it. Trying to, they were naming the place, and it stuck. Uh huh. There it is. Well, wow. it's on my bucket list now. I'll tell you that. She had to pack the bags. <laughs> Shannon's gonna We're sit going your bag fishing. up there, and she's We're going, going somewhere fishing. else. Is she in a fisher? Man? No, no. Do you like to fish? No, I hate. I don't fishing. feel like you have the patience for I fishing. Hate fishing. It's, Why it's, do you hate it? Do you hate you it? Just for sit the there. Well, yes! f- well. First of all, the worms are gross. That's sick. Oh, you have sensory. And then, and then the catching the fish, getting it off the hook. You have to touch the fish. I'm out. You really have to be too. You have to really jank it yeah. out of there and, and move it. You got to get in there with the mouth. He's looking at you that one eye. I don't need that in my life. I think the worst part is sitting and waiting. Yeah, that's a. That's not fun. Yeah. Let's sit and wait for something. I just take a book and then I miss it when a fish actually would get on my hook because I'm too busy reading. And your fishing pole. The fish fish took the fishing pole off with it and then we'd be done. Yeah. I would fish. When I was a kid, I would catch the fish and then just let it flop till it's death. And then come back the next next morning and get it. Oh, but then you can't eat it because. Well, no, you don't want to eat it. Just scrape it off and start over. So what are the least three uh, outdoor activities that you like to do? Fishing being one of them. Uh, Outdoors. (laughs) Oh, you're not an outdoor no, person at fine. all. No, it's fine. It's fine. I like I like hiking. I'm not like Debbie. Debbie likes to like camp in it. And she likes to poop it. outside. Yeah, she her. Like, she like, has no problem with that. Like, I don't. It's that's total her and, freedom. You know, her and Jamie are like, hey, I love you. Let's go in a tent together for three nights. Like yes. that's or eight or eight. The best. Oh. It's like eating a McRib on a mm, Tuesday at lunch. <laughs> yeah. So fishing out. Fishing uh, out. But you like hiking. What are your ones that you don't like though? Fishing, hunting. But you, I don't like hunting. But you like to go up in the mountains and hike. Like, y'all go to Colorado and Yeah, stuff. that's fine. As long yeah. as I have a cabin to come back to. Yeah. yeah. You don't like in. tent camping. No. no oh, even like ridiculous. glam camping, like with a car where there's nice bathrooms by there. Yeah. And sh- you won't even no. do that. No. Oh. Good for you. Stay yeah. strong. You can say I no to that. You can, can say you don't I need want that. nice things. You <laughs> know? There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. There's not. Good there's a lot you. of people like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right. I'm one of them. There's a lot. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people like. I don't even want like to him. sit outside on the trampoline in the back. The kids are like, let's sleep on the trampoline. Oh, so that's okay. Okay, oh, I would be scared to death. Get up if I have to go. Yeah. But still, I would be scared. Oh, that so would what be are the you element. Scared of? So tell me what you're scared of. Outside on the trampoline uh-huh. of the bobcat that likes to live in our neighborhood oh, and walk around. Oh yeah yeah. Hmm. That would be scary. Being scared of bobcats makes sense to me. And at night? Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. But camping, I'm not scared of camping. I just don't want to do a tent. I want comfortableness. Yeah. I want a bed. I want a potty. And I want a roof over my head. That you don't have to share with a lot of other people you don't know. And I want to plug a fan in. I want my noise, the noise machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Chris, if you had to pick your favorite vacation, what would it be? Oh, favorite vacation? Mm -hmm. Um, Probably Disney World. Yeah, still it. yeah, it's so has good. always been uh, and still is your yeah fave. i'd go back right now let's go get the bus ready uh yeah it's super fun right yeah. like i know well, something there seasons, for everybody in certain seasons like you don't right. want to go like when it's busy but when it's when it's not when's uh, the down season for disney well like february through like spring break have you done a disney cruise mm, spro disney, oh, no, happy disney for cruise you. are the best oh so good so do you just like so tag good. around with mickey or do you have like a favorite character that you like to find and stalk and um, hang out with. Do you have like autographed books too? No. Come on, I, yes, yes, you do. Uh, I used to. Uh, not okay, let me yeah. ask. Was yeah. the Disney Cruise the one where you won the my no, name contest? No, uh, that was or the, the carnival lip-sync. cruise. The lip sync. I won contest. the lip sync for the whole ship. The, the whole lip-sync. ship. Uh, he won yeah. the lip sync. So I had a little little contest at the pool yes. that I won, and then oh, I moved the, up to the next ring. Oh wow! And then the next, you know, one, mm-hmm. and then I was at the grand finale show. It was awesome. You we sing? had dancers. I had dancers. I was a lip sync. 
I know, but what did you lip sync to? Uh, so what got me in the contest was George Michael's, well, you gotta have faith, faith, the faith, faith the faith. faith. So that one got me in. That's a fun song. Uh-huh. And then the next one was like a duet where I had to do like different duets. So I had to do, you know, don't go breaking my heart. Oh. I had to play both parts. You played both parts. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. then the last finale, I was in a dress doing the Tina rolling. Turner, weren't you? Yeah. 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 That's what I remember. Dress rips <laughs> off. And then, how did you and they had background down well, they, the like room. Carnival had a whole like it had a legit show like had yeah. a legit so you just had the backup dancers I was just the they person were, and they had, had backup dancers and everything behind yeah me. my my uh, poster was all over the ship with another lady like the other lady I was you know, competing against yeah that was a big deal that's huge and they introduced you to know, like and first 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 goes youth pastor you know as, no, they as, did as, as my intro and there was like there was somebody kid that did you come out drag with Tina and she was like it was like wow I don't my parents like this is your youth pastor. So. <laughs> I'm here yeah. for the money, people. I'm here exactly. for the money. What did you yeah. win? No, that's the thing. I was so mad. So, go leading up to it, I'd come home every contest that I win. I'd, leading up to it, I'd come home. There'd be like a like go to your cabin, cabin, my cabin. There'd be like a little, uh, you know, bottle of wine, which we don't drink. Right. So, what am I going to do with that? Mm-hmm. And then like a chocolate, like a strawberry chocolate thing the next night. Those so I thought well, I want to win something for the biggie. Nothing. I thought, Nothing. Oh, maybe do I win a, a cruise? Do I win something? Yeah. Nothing. <gasps> yeah, did you complain? No way. I didn't. I wouldn't complain. I'm either. very yeah. surprised. Yeah, because Carnival you would nothing. think they would want no, no. Some people to really participate. Yeah, I mean, I got a pic- I got the pictures and they gave me the poster like from the ship and stuff. Of yourself, of yeah, myself. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, wow. look in the mirror for that. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have it currently in my bathroom. Staring. <laughs> no. Is it you take uh, selfies with the picture I, of you in the back with you in the mirror? Too? It's in my front yard and people come by. Sweet. And I come out and wave and take pictures yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, Chris Hurt is our student pastor, and he's been on. This is actually your third time on with us. Wow, because right? I'm like part of the gang. Because you, you came on third. once with Shanda, because mm. we talked about her MS story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you came come on once to talk about just raising boys. Yeah. And what oh, that means right. is student ministry. Yeah. Don't and now don't you're on here the again. curtain. Don't don't <laughs> lick the curtain. <laughs> don't lick the curtain. Yeah, your son is licking the curtain currently. That was the, the big takeaway. That was yeah. the nugget. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Well, we've been. It, um, we've referenced that a couple of times. People that have heard your yes. podcast and then they'll make a comment. But then they've also said to like, hey, uh, we've got time. Just drop your kid off. They'll go help Chris somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're all like, yeah, don't, no, don't do that. Because we all know they don't do anything. <laughs> but He's a jewel at home. We don't understand. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? Okay, but not? today you're here to talk about you. Oh, good. And yes. I've noticed we have a Kleenex. So is this like kind of like the Barbara Walters special? But usually like, I oh, We're going to bring admit. him to tears today. We're going to bring mm-hmm. him to tears. Today's the we day. We do have that effect on people sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I have Break to admit. Uh-huh. Well, you're the one holding on to this, true. I'll the have emotionally spirit. support animal right there. I have him. And we're, we didn't offer that. You grabbed yeah, him when you I'm walked ready. in. I'm ready for y'all. Uh-huh. Bring on the tough questions. Because you do have a story. I, we all have, you a have a story, but my story is his story. Amen. Yes, amen. 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 I've brother. been working on Snap. that. We love the we yeah. love the one liners. Love it. Love it. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna dig a little past that. Friend. Oh, okay. You can't hide behind oh, okay. hide behind your comedy for this hour. Okay. okay. We're going it's to. Uh, but you can use it. Serious. Pass. You don't okay. have to hide, but you can use it. Push. You look over. I'm the looking the mechanisms. Yeah. All right. Curtains. As you know, as you all can hear, we all know each other really well. So. Um, but yeah, Chris, we'll start from the beginning. Where start were you born? The beginning. Ooh, I was born in East LA. Uh, I was born in Odessa, Texas. So if you've ever been there, it's, it's kind of like East LA. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, <laughs> we used to call it slow deatha. It's horrible. It's slow deatha. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It it's, is bad. Uh, yeah, it's it's where you're from, you know. But it's uh, it used to be a fine town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're home of the Friday Night Lights. Uh, oh, that's hit right. TV show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I didn't go to that high school. I went to the other high school. So there was two. It was OHS, the other high school. 
Uh, and then there was Permian Mojo, which yeah. had all the, the movie deals mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I went to the other one. So yes. explain it. And you were there all the way through high school? All the way through high school. Yeah. So born you and born and raised, raised there all the way through. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what that was like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mom and dad got divorced when I was in middle school. And so that was hard. I was a little chubby little little dude. Were you happy when and they got divorced? Or were you no, sad? No, I remember being just cr- like, cry, you know, like crawled Crushed. up in my mom's lap as a sixth grade oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. just crying like, because oh. my dad had already moved out. Like by the time I came home, he was gone. It was like, oh, we gotta tell you something. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and you didn't see it coming. You didn't. Ha- you well, didn't I mean, my dad was a violent man, so violence was a thing. Violent in, my house. in like throwing things at you and mom, or just throwing um, things at walls. Yeah, no, Words, hit me, violent. hit my brother, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Abusive to my mom. Mm. Maybe not so much like hitting, but shoving anger mm-hmm. punching things uh, and you didn't know when he was gonna just explode right no like yeah, things yeah, are fine one minute yeah all of a sudden like, boom yeah is yeah. he a drinker yeah. drugs uh drinker but not so much like uh not maybe that you would know like champagne my dad was a champagne drinker that's oh. yeah I ca- can i laugh yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. and <laughs> like, not good champagne like the 399 champagne <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So he liked the bubbly, like, I that guess. Was his, uh, that was his go-to. That's yeah. weird. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But could you yeah. ever tell when he was drunk? No, not really. That's his, isn't Which it? makes yeah. him a fun- just a functioning yeah, alcoholic, he was just right? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't I mean, I don't know that he was alcoholic. He drank. But I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know that he was, like, drinking at 9 a.m. Right. It was more like, I'm going to drink champagne when I get home. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So parents didn't really grow up going to, to church. My uh, my granddad, who's my number one influencer in my life, my dad's dad, he's uh, who's a Presbyterian. Uh, what was he? Presbyterian. So oh, I remember okay. as a kid going there like maybe once or twice, but my granddad didn't really go. Okay. You know. Had a real close relationship with the, the father, the priest, who would come over to their house or for whatever reason they had a good relationship, mm-hmm. but my granddad never went to church that much. So anyway, yeah, my parents never, never went to church, never went to church, and then I got invited, so this is my story. I tell the kids all the time, and they're like, "Oh, we know, we we hear your stories." Like, what's my story? Shut up. Uh, is uh, is like so? A girl invited me, uh, an attractive lady invited me, a girl uh, that I was dating invited me to, to D now, and which we have at our church, both Baptist school. So a thing. Baptist church. She yeah. invited you to a Baptist, Baptist church. Odessa, yeah. Okay. And she invited me to church, and she said, "Hey," and I didn't know anything about church, right? And she said, "Hey, we're gonna, uh, you want to come spend the weekend with me at my church?" And I was, I didn't know. I was like, "This is a, this is a great church," <laughs> and uh, I get in there, and they're like, "Guys on this side, girls on the other," and I was like, "I can remember like slow motion, like no." You're in middle school. Your uh, parents get divorced school. in mm-hmm. sixth grade. Yeah. So seventh and eighth grade, you're just hanging out. Yeah. With I'm moms. Just, mm-hmm. No dad. You have brothers? Uh, I have a stepbrother. Well, I, I, he's a half brother. Well, but you didn't have another brother at the time. You were the only. No, he was there with me. Oh, yeah. he was half there at brother. the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where did he come from? His mother's room originally. Uh, I. Uh... We'll talk about the bees and the birds <laughs> later, kids. Thank you for uh, listening. What? Well, so how do uh, you? Well, how do you can't just my... throw in a half brother and not tell us where he came <laughs> from? All right. So my mom was married before my dad. Okay. And so she got was married to this guy, and they had him. Okay. My dad comes into the picture, adopts him. Oh yeah, that's my then, story. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so did my half brother. So yeah. his, Thank your you. half brother. See, that was not hard. Yeah, that it was very yeah. easy. Yeah, and we're close. We haven't talked in about. Uh, that's fine. Fourteen years. We're, that's we're okay. super tight. Yeah. Well, but I think it sounded like there was a lots of trauma in the house. Yeah. That there was no reason or 
because of that, you didn't so want his, to. So his your his biological that. dad wasn't around then. His biological dad, dad went to, to Vietnam, him. from what I understand, oh, okay. and kind of came home a little mentally ill. Okay. And mm. did something that either got ran over or shot or something. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so he so then your da- so then your dad comes along, marries your mom, adopts your older brother, yeah. and then you come along, and, and it's the two of you, the house. So then when your dad moves out because they're divorced, yeah. does he take? Um, or does he like, both of you stay with your mom? Both stay with my mom. He, so then, you don't. Neither mm-hmm. of you go to live with him. So yeah, you're okay. being raised by a single mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. who uh, then has a series of men coming into the lot oh, to yeah. her life, you know, and so yep. fill in that void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we all have it. It's, we all fill in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I love my mom. She was on. She's on married. What, as he likes to say, her current husband. But I think it's husband number five or four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we joke about it at this point now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is what it is at the time. Yeah. It is what it is. It's your new stepdad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I'm going to college. I'm never coming back. See you later, guys. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I get invited to this event, right? Yeah, and to high school. school. Now we're in high school. So, I, you know, just uh, going back to all how did I survive that? I mean, it was just being funny, right? So mm-hmm. became super popular in middle school. Um, super popular in high school. Mr. Odessa High. Um, voted is that what voted the... class favorite 9th, 10th, and 11th. Wow. And Mr. Three. OHS my senior year Three years so early. it's i'm a big deal guys you are uh but that's how i disguised in odessa, no less. <laughs> in odessa so <laughs> celeb so, so anyway, i get invited you're to at thing. d now and what grade are you when you uh, go so her? i'm probably t- ninth or tenth grade ninth or tenth 15. grade you're at d now for a mm-hmm. weekend and yeah. literally now boys are going to one house are yeah, going to houses I'm, and girls are going somewhere else yeah and so here's the deal like you know back back in this day wait is this a girl that you you're dating yeah yeah so y'all have had a relationship yes so you're yeah. really excited thinking you oh, do get yeah. to hang out with yeah, her like this, at a church. It's going to be, yeah. So it was very traumatic to mm-hmm. be like, oh, we're legit splitting yeah. up. And so then back then okay. you couldn't call home. Or you, cho- or you even if you did call home, your mom would just hang up on you, right? It's like, mom, come get me. Today, today if this happened, kids would just call home, mom would come get them. And that would should be the end of the story. Should we have a podcast about that? Should we have then a we side conversation about how don't do that yeah. with I'm kids? just thinking we're not going to get through this one story. <laughs> so then. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have we, so many questions. I want to make like, sure everybody understands. Pretty much everyone's tuned deal. off already. This is just <laughs> for us. You. Let's yeah. go. I'm with all these guys and a college leader and, you know, whatever. And so I just, all right, it is what it is. I'm here. Hope in hopes that I'm going to see her again, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they would come back to the church and you would do some things, but for the most part, it was just the guy. So what they would do uh, is the college leader would get everybody one-on-one um, and meet with them one-on-one. And I, and I remember this question. He said, where would you die, if you were to die today, where would you spend eternity? Which is a pretty old school, yeah, you know, sure. mm-hmm. Baptist question. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I was like, <laughs> what? What's eternity? Did you know, yeah. did you know your options at that no. point? Well, you I mean, were he, like, he broke it down for me, yeah. but I was like, who is this guy? And right. I'm like, what? Uh, but you stayed, right? And so um, it was awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, I couldn't go home. So, uh, yeah. So, but over that weekend, and that may have been like on a Saturday, you know, kind of the Saturday night, guys, yeah. meet yeah. with your guys. But yeah. Sunday morning, uh, the pastor gave an invitation. And I just remember, I almost, you know, pews, orange carpet, pretty big church. Our first episode, you know, Dessa was a big church. And anyway, I ran up to the front. I mean, I literally, not ran, but I jogged. So, prayed to receive Christ. And then a month later on my birthday, I think my 15th birthday, I got baptized. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's an awesome story. And it that alone, just how you were saved, has yeah. influenced ministry for yeah, you. Yeah, no doubt. For the duration Yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're a student pastor, and you've been a student pastor for how long? Uh, 28 years, something like that. And that story still drives the fact that yeah. you're pushing our students to bring friends. Yeah. 
all the time. All I mean, the time, it's the same. Right? It's the same story Matt Chandler has. Matt Chandler. Yes, uh, his story is yeah. the you same. You know, too. football players like you, me, we're going to f- church, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, I'm not." And he's like, "We're going." Upperclassman, you know, yeah. tells him so. He goes, yeah. and his wasn't as immediate, but he keeps the football player keeps going. We're going, bro, yeah. and he just keeps showing up. And mm. finally, Matt, you know, Matt Chandler's very had a lot of questions, and so he just got those questions answered. And like two months later, he accepts Christ. So that kind of story matters when someone mm. invites you to something bigger than yourself. I mean, that's huge, mm-hmm. right? So, well, I think right. we forget inviting people. I feel like even like women's Bible study, invite somebody, and then oh, no one's ever invited me. Like yeah. we forget to invite, the especially power of an invite. Easy. Well, yeah. it's, it's so that, important. And we forget so our job is to invite, and God is the one that moves the hearts and yeah, the minds in the room, right? Is, there. is this the church then that you became involved with? I, I tell another story often. Okay. Uh, one of the guys in my uh, Sunday school class uh, would invite me to, like, every time I went, his dad was a coach uh, at my high school, so I kind of had a relationship with him that way. But anytime I came to church, the dad would invite me to. to to lunch oh. so i would go to i didn't go to church often but when i did it was always chinese buffet afterwards mm-hmm. and i just remember like oh, waking up some days going today i'm gonna eat like not that i, I mean i had food but today i'm gonna go get mm-hmm. to go out to eat i tell that story because like the coach didn't have a lot of money i mean he's making coaches salary mm-hmm. and you know, maybe the wife worked i don't know but like that was so important to me too like someone mm-hmm. believed in me enough like hey if you come we'll buy you food and i was mm-hmm. like okay so anyway i uh, didn't really i mean so Fast forward, whatever, however we want to do the story, uh, is is like, didn't know what that meant. I mean, I knew I didn't want to go to hell. That's all I knew, right? I'm so like, you get through high school, and now you're going to college. Where now you I go, go to, to college. college. Uh, went to Texas Tech. Get your guns up. So I'm the only one in my family who graduated college. Awesome. Nobody. I'm the first. And so I think someone asked me just the other day, like, how did you get to college? Yeah. I, like, I honestly don't know why I went to college. I don't remember... I mean, I did, but I, I don't know. But did know. someone say, hey, you need to apply? This is time to apply? I don't know. I think my best friend went to Tech, so I think the two of us were in cahoots, and we yeah. were just like, we're going to college. And he's doing it, so you're going to do yeah. it too. Yep. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Hey, it got you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're there. Are you involved in a church or anything at Tech? No. So uh, I go, and then, you know, I would do the BSM free lunch, or I would go yeah. to the Methodist free cookie night or mm-hmm. whatever every now and again, but wasn't... Didn't really didn't know how to have faith, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew faith, but I wasn't a heathen. I just wasn't... Uh, Living it out, but I feel like there's a um, there's a connection you make though while you're there. Is it the camp connection? That oh yeah. Happens? So walking down the, the hallway at Texas Tech, and the Holy Spirit literally said, "Stop what you're doing and turn to the right." And I was like, like it was weird, you know. You you don't have those moments often. Mm-mm. And I was like, what? And so I looked, and there was a Sky Ranch counselors needed, right? And so I was like, oh. And back in the day, uh, you had to tear off. So you guys yeah. that are listening, yeah, you know, so the you tear had to tear off, off the phone <laughs> number yeah. mm-hmm. to call it later. So then you had to like ask for an application. Mm-hmm. So I had to mail yeah. off for the application. They Which mailed means me you the had to application. Get a stamp in an envelope. Mm-hmm. Fill out the application. So me and my best friend, who I went to tech with, were like, we're gonna go to Sky Ranch together. We're gonna be counselors. You know, and I'm just trying to rope him into my madness. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so and I don't know why. Like, I don't know. I never thought about camp ministry. Never thought about teenagers. Never thought like, like what? About being in ministry no, at all. No, yeah. never on my radar. So uh, go drive all the way to Van, Texas uh, from Lubbock, which is a hall, right? Get it's in the, get in country. the little, yeah, get in the, get in the little uh, office. And the guy comes down. He's like, oh, I'll be with you guys in a minute. Fill out these little pieces of paper. I'll be back. All right, cool. So the pieces of paper were blank scriptures. 
and they just had scripture verses, but with they were blank. Like you had to fill in the blanks. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is so dumb. We drove all the way down here, and we don't know any of this. So it's kind of like an open answer quiz, right? It's yeah. A, it's there. You got to fill in the missing words yes. and everything. Like yeah. A so little I'm like test grace, Jesus. You know, like for God so loved Jesus. Of you know, like and he like Jesus for everything. He's and that's always the answer. Amen. Always. Amen. Always. And anyway, so I'm really thinking, let's just get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like we're done. This is stupid. But then he comes and grabs us, and we do the interview. And uh, anyway, long story short, on you know, two weeks later, I get a phone call. We're not going to become counselor. So did your friend get in too? No, he did not. So then I was at a crossroads. My friend didn't get in. I got in. So then I was like, okay, I'm at a crossroads. Like the Holy Spirit, I remember him, and I didn't know that. I didn't know Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But you're saying time. into in your head but, though, you're like there has to be a reason. Yeah. Right? Why did I stop and look at this poster? Yeah. And why did I remember specifically like a voice saying that? So anyway, I uh, I become a counselor. And I think they were super desperate. I, mean, I don't know how they do it now, but I think probably just needed guys. And so I'm there, and I'm like, so I, you know, I roll in in my Z28 uh, Camaro ladies mm. with T-tops, mm. 350 engine. What color? White. Nice. With blue uh, trim. Oh. Scoop hood. Yeah, wow. it was cool. Uh, and uh, so I remember getting <laughs> to camp, literally no life, probably listening to some rap, dirty, dirty rap music, mm-hmm. I'm sure. As you're pulling up. As I'm pulling up. And so I get there, and I just remember like the first weeks being shelter shocked because I was like, "Oh, you guys don't cuss." I'm just stupid. Who does that? Are you like letting yeah. bombs fly? Are you cussing at camp? Oh, probably like the first couple of weeks. I'm sure. Couple of weeks? That's a long time. That's like 14 days of this cussing. This is just the training this part. This is though. training and training. preparing from the yeah. last camp. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is before children before arrive. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you. Uh, and then I. And then, oh, you guys don't listen to dirty rap music? I don't either. Who does that? Are you kidding me? Right? But because I, I remember uh, at the time, uh, I believe, I believe, you know that song, yes. West, West something? Believe in the word of God. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know you were getting a musical today. But uh, that song was like this guy's wake up call every morning, right? And I was like, oh. Stephen Curtis Chapman? Or no, Michael it's West something. He had cancer a while back. West King. West King. King. It's West King. West King, yeah. Look it up. Uh, And so anyway, uh, anyway, that whole like, oh, this is how you live out faith. Okay, all right. Well, I better clean up my mouth. I better, right, like not do, listen to rap music. You know, Mm -hmm. just all those things. And Mm -hmm. so that that was the first time that I really knew what community looked like. So then I meet my beautiful wife. um, And, uh, you know. She is also a counselor. I actually wanted Shanda's Council mate, camp. Uh, he wanted to, you wanted to date Shanda's counselor friend. Yeah, I was getting friendly with her. Yes, with the and then then Shanda's in the background and she's not even paying attention to me. Trust me. Uh, but then I just know it's not going to go well because just you know you just know mm-hmm. and I'm like oh this isn't working. But now you, what are you up to, right? And so uh, I just remember uh, you know she fell in love with me immediately and I was like you know let's keep camp at camp, uh, but. <laughs> No, actually, I had to work a lot. I had to work a lot, and so to get her attention to get or her, just work, uh, at, to work to a lot. Yeah, if you're she at knew. I, she's like, I'm not dating this joker. He's not serious about the. But, Lord. but you're not listening to rap music anymore. Like, have yeah. you come around on all yeah. your elements of? You clean some things. up. I clean some, some things, things up. up. Yeah. Okay. But tell yeah. us about your first date. So first date. Uh, so I go and ask her. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm walking her to her cabin one night, and I'm like, hey, uh, what would you say if I asked you out? And she said. I don't know. You'd have to ask me. I was like, oh, this girl. She's good. Smart. She's got a game. She's, good. she's playing the cards So well. I was like, okay. Uh, then I'll ask. And so she said yes. So but how it worked back then at Sky Ranch is you'd get Friday uh, or was it Saturday at noon till Sunday at noon. 
So you could you would do laundry. Now these little kids have the laundry done for them. But really? We we would go for an extra. You used to have to go to Tyler or but wherever. You had to go to Tyler. You had to uh-huh. do a van. You mm-hmm. do laundry. Van, yeah. So our first date was laundry together, washing clothes, sitting there talking, and then we probably went to eat or whatever. But uh, I don't know if it was first or second conversation. But one of the questions that she asked me, she's like, "What does God want you to do with your life?" And I was like, um, "I don't know." And at the time, I wanted to be a comedian. So I was like, I'm going to be a comedian and an actor. Hmm. That's what I want to do. And she said, huh, okay. Yeah, it's not going to pay the bills. I'm out on this guy. Yeah, and she was like, what, what, did, what does God want, though? And I was like, well, why would he make me funny if that's not what he wanted? Right? And so that question, though, stirred me inside of me. Like, what does God want? And I never, I've never, i never thought that before. Hmm. Like, what do I care what God wants? Right? Mm-hmm. But that question stirred up within me. And then, of course, I wanted a relationship with her. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Yeah, so first date and uh, that real real quick story. Third or fourth date, right? <laughs> we're gonna go out, so we're I'm taking her up. I'm taking her to West End. So back in West End was yeah. oh, spaghetti factory. Plant, spaghetti, spaghetti, that's where we went. Woo! Oh, love love it. It. Oh. We went to this. this Did you date. the carriage ride? Who? They used to have no, carriage we rides didn't. On there. We we went to dinner, okay. um, and what. Uh, it was a, a big three-on-three basketball tournament that weekend. You remember they three-on-three? Three? I worked three it. Three. We were there at the same time. Okay, that was a big we deal. We played it too. Packed, crammed, right? Ugh, so we go to eat there. I come out of the restaurant. My car won't start. Oh no! And so I'm like, it's Saturday night. We gotta be back on Sunday. And so we're like, oh no! And it's packed, like, you know. And there's packed. no Uber. No Uber. Yeah. So and I don't know anything about cars. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? So and but by this time it's 11 o'clock at night. You know, in in West End. And so we're like, what are we going to do? So we, we, a guy comes over, looks at it. He's like, oh, yeah, it's your battery. And, you know, you're, you're going to have to get a new battery. So, okay, what, how do we do that? And anyway, we, we were kind of stuck, right? Now it's getting to be midnight. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to get a hotel room so we can fix it in the morning. So uh, packed. Everything's crowded. We went to one place. And the, the, the guy was like, well, yeah, uh, rooms are like, you know, $200 a night. And we're like, no, we're, we're not going to do that. So we walked to another hotel. Three other hotels, they're all booked. Come back to the $200 a night one, and they had one room left. One. So Shanda calls her dad and says, hey, I know you said this is for emergencies. This is an emergency. Can I use the card? Sure. So we stay the night together in this hotel, mm-hmm. the two of us. Two beds, all right? So, yeah. and I remember getting super awkward, third mm-hmm. date or whatever, and I just, you know, uh, I just remember Shanda going, do not get out of your bed. Don't <laughs> touch me. Don't look at me like very strict rules for the good for the for overnight, her. you know. That's right, good. And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm sure she was nervous all night, mm-hmm. and I was just mad that I wasn't over there with her. Uh, <laughs> but stayed stayed in our separate beds, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and she's thinking we're getting fired from Sky Ranch. She's mm-hmm. like, and yeah. devastated. Mm-hmm. She's like this, and I'm like, this is <laughs> party. Yeah. Uh, so we have to drive back. So we got to fix the car. So long story short, we get up that morning, and someone this uh, we were gonna get it towed. So the tow truck guy's coming, but meanwhile the tow guy truck comes. Uh, somebody helps us fix it. Mm. It starts for whatever reason. Mm. Uh, tow truck guy gets there. He's mad now that we fixed it. So anyway, we get to go to camp. So Shanda has to call Sky Ranch, and we're, we're going to be late. Um, so we do yeah. get it fixed, but we're going to be late. Mm-hmm. So she calls and she's like, she tells one of her girlfriends, kind of in confidence, like it was so awkward. We're staying in this hotel together. <laughs> so that rumor spreads throughout Sky Ranch. So when we come driving through with my car into Sky Ranch, now the kids, when you get there, all the counselors yeah. are on the side of the road. Yeah. Now we're that we're, we're that late. We're coming mix. in with them, and everybody's like, "Chris is the man," <laughs> oh. and they're like clapping and like, "Oh my gosh, hotel stay!" <gasps> and she is just mortified, like, mortified, mortified. Like, that this happened. Yes. Uh, so anyway, that was our first first time like 
like a third real date. date. Oh, yeah, right. real date, real yeah. nice date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could stay at a hotel together. So fast forward like past summer, I, I see Shanda's mom. She, she says, oh, so you're the one keeping my little girl uh, in hotel rooms. Oh, <laughs> She's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, Shanda was super embarrassed, though. Mm-hmm. Just super. Of course. Like, like, we're getting fired. We're getting yes. fired. This is this yeah. is all happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. I get why you would think that. I mean, y'all sign, yeah. like, clauses. Yeah. You guys sign all kinds well, of stuff. Even if you don't sign something in your moral code for yeah. her, she's like, well, yeah. this is horrible yeah, this is for not- many things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Paris. Yeah. So then you date for how long? So then, you graduate right from after Sky college. Ranch, I go to Disney World, which is already uh, like a, for an internship, which is already set up. So I go from this really cool experience of like, oh, Christian community, to Disney World, oh. opposite, and uh, it's college kids. So uh, it's uh, they there's there's some names for what they call it, but Vista Way was the name of our apartments. I'll let you rhyme some words with way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of what was ha- It was a party. party. It was like, hey, mm-hmm. if we put 500 college kids together in an apartment complex, things will be fine. With right? no rules, nothing. Yeah, like yeah. no rules. And it was just party. So, But it helped me. It shaped me because I rem- I was like, no, I'm going to stay. I, I committed, like, right? I'm going to be who I what I was this before. Now I'm Sky Ranch, and I'm going to continue to be Sky Ranch guy. Oh, good for you. So, uh, so anyway, I got to. So was that hard? Oh, yeah, because all my roommates were drunk and all my roommates partied. And so, um, but I just, I just, uh, like, one of the things we did, we had Thanksgiving dinner and I busted out my Bible, you know, I was like, we're going to pray. And uh, so I tried to just kind of infuse it, even mm-hmm. though I really didn't know how to do mm-hmm. it at that time. So, but it was, it, it really helped solidify, solidify my faith because I was like, oh, I've got, I've got to stay faithful. Now, did you ever yeah. look at that and go, I don't want that? Or was it a struggle to avoid it? Did you look at all like those guys and life? say, I don't want that, what they're doing? Or was it for you more of a, this is taking time for me to like say no to all that stuff? No, because like, was I, it hard? Backing up way back, eighth grade, I got yeah. drunk in eighth grade. Okay. And I remember waking up in the shower because I'd thrown up on myself. And that, that's just what they did. The guys just threw me in the shower and turned the shower on. Mm-hmm. And so eighth grade on, I decided I wasn't going to drink. Okay. That that was like, okay, this is stupid and dumb. And as a funny guy, when when I drank, I, I was not the funny guy. Oh. So then I was like, well, why am I going to y'all drink and I'll still be the funny guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's a decision that I made in eighth grade. Like, a, like I'm done. Yeah. And I will never drink mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. And so, so it was that's... easier, but even though it was hard because that's what everybody went to go do. Mm. Right. Like, Did anybody mess party. with you? Did anybody make fun of you or mess um, with you because those were your decisions? Yeah, I'm sure people talked about my behind my back or, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would all go somewhere and I'd be like, no, I'm good. Because like, mm-hmm. back in the day, Disney World, they had a Pleasure Island. Mm-hmm. You guys remember Pleasure oh, Island? Oh, yeah. And they had like bars mm-hmm. and the whole mm-hmm. deal. So that a lot mm-hmm. of would go there and just mm-hmm. go crazy. Did you, you know. go into the tunnels, the secret tunnels? Oh, yeah. So I worked in Tell Magic Kingdom. Tell us about that. Worked in Magic Kingdom. Okay. And the, the Emporium, which is the, at the time was the largest um, store in mm-hmm. Disney World. So first in, first out. So I worked crazy hours, like get there at two and work till 2 a.m. Yeah, know? but you legit live on campus. They fe- Don't they yeah. feed you yeah. and everything? Yeah, live on campus. Had uh, they'd Go downstairs to the tunnels. Yeah. Had a cafe. That's where you got your costume for the day. Mm. That's where you Did got Did you ever make cut. it to costume, costume people? Were you ever a person in costume? No, I wish. That'd be so fun. Did you have to like try out for that or is it like a yeah, picking order? Yeah, there's like auditioning and all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, but there's nothing more disheartening than coming down the tunnel and seeing Mickey Mouse with his head off smoking a cig- cigarette, <laughs> cussing, you know, like hating his job. Uh-huh. 
yeah. it takes the magic out a little bit. He did. Yeah. He did. But. And let and yet it's still your favorite. And still, vacation. I love it. Yeah. Still love it. I love it. Yeah. I so love fun. that you haven't let the underbelly of it color yeah. your experience. literally the underbelly <laughs> yeah. of it. So uh-huh. I, Shanda came to visit me, and I snuck her into the like I could get totally fired, but I was like, Shanda, put your hair in a bun, look like us. Oh yeah. And don't make eye contact. Walked her down, and she was in the tunnel with me, and we walked through. And so then you guys dated for how long? So then we, uh, you know, uh, going back to my heathen ways a little bit. So I wasn't super faithful while I was at Disney. There was some ladies involved. Uh, I did kiss but another you guys girl. Were, and you she guys kissed were me. She ended for the record. She kissed me. Uh, we've, we've talked about this story. That's good. You need to clarify that as times. many times as yeah, you can. Yeah, so this girl kissed me. Yes, and, stay with um, her. And so uh, being the – so when I'd call home to Shanda, I'd be like, oh, hey – um." You're cheating on me, aren't you? You're cheating. I know you're cheating on me. Which then she, she just w- sees uh, through it and goes, "No, you're cheating on me, aren't you?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she saw right through my shenanigans. Yeah, uh, and she knew. So she broke up with me when I came home. Like I, uh, kind of towards the end of Disney, I'm coming back home and she broke up with me, and I was like devastated. I was like, "What have I done?" Was she devastated when she broke up with you? Oh, I'm sure. I well, eat, you made it real for easy days. for her to break up with you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she was probably a mess. Yeah, she was. She, cause she, I mean, like we, had, you know, the camp romance. But the breaking up thing was so we good. Broke up. That was good for yeah, you, though. Because I was like, oh, right? I better get my stuff together. Yeah, I'm gonna come groveling. Whatever. What do I need to do? Right. Yeah. And so yeah. So then we got back together. And but she waited and watched and made oh, sure you were sincere. she made it really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to do. I made yeah. a mixtape, so and then I would do voices with like, "Hey, you listen to K H U R T K Hurt Radio one hundred five three, you know." And then I would do voices and stuff that would come on the air and introduce the songs, and then they would say that they're sorry. These different characters, you know, would say that they were, you know, it's Casey Kasem with "I'm Sorry," and then we would do these things, and then and then I would you send worked. that to her. You worked hard. Yeah, I worked hard. That's good. Yeah. You should. You needed to. And then, what yeah. spiritual work are you doing? So you're doing the romance. Yeah. Oh, okay. so I come work? back from Disney and power of an invite. Let's go back to power of an power invite. Power of an invite. I'm. A, I'm. A, I work at a video store, and all three years of college, no one's ever invited me to church. Really. I mean. Okay. That that I can remember. This lady came in. She came in, regular customer, and she said, "I'm inviting you to church." And I was like, "Okay." So I went to this church. Lady, like grandma lady. Like a uh, uh, thirty lady in her thirties. She's not hitting. She on has you. two kids. I'm sure she is on some level. Of course, you think yeah. that. That's what but uh, I mean, no, no, she's just just a Christian yes. lady, you know. Okay. And come to church, okay? Mm-hmm. So I go to church, uh, and they I go up to the college department. It's a, it's a pretty small church, maybe three four hundred people. I go to the college department, two people in there. I'm like, nah, we're good. Mm-hmm. What else y'all got? So they said, why don't you go try down the youth ministry? So I was like, okay. So I go downstairs. And I'm just hanging out with the kids, you know. And anyway, uh, there's a guy there. I think he's from San Angelo, actually. He he was the music guy. He was full-time, yeah. but he was the music guy, you know, and youth guy, both. Yes. Uh, he didn't like youth. I mean, he, I, mean I found this out later. He loved music. He didn't music. like to work he music, but, but he, he didn't. But he did it, right? Yeah. Saw me, and he was like, oh, this guy. I'm just going to let him. I'm going to. Take youth ministry on. Yeah. Didn't so train me, by the way. Just said. Yeah, you hadn't been to <laughs> yeah. church in three years. Yeah, I'm a Sky <laughs> Ranch guy. And you're, but you're a Sky Ranch guy, at least. So you're bringing yeah. that. And you're probably fun and can talk about the gospel in a way that's engaging for kids. And he's yeah. noticing that already. Yeah. So he's like, so he's like you're we're up. throwing you yeah. in. Go. And so then I just start teaching. And yeah. I don't even think anything about it. I'm like, oh, this guy asked me to do this, so I'm going to do it. So through that, um, oh, we have so many stories. I don't even have time. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> This is going to be a seven-part series. Um, so, <laughs> did we, somebody help you with your doctrine or your ability to, to teach theology. at any point? Like, how did you no, realize? No, not, not really. Which you've is, been always on point. 
Oh, well, thank you. Well, okay, so. That, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I'm sure at some point, right, you were like, I should probably. Well, okay, so I, I go to this church, and they say, yeah, you're our guy. Well, okay, well, this church is going to vote me to be the full the, the, the youth pastor, the part-time youth pastor of the church while I'm still going to school. Paid I have, position. I have like a year left of school. Of, of right, tech. Like, we, yeah, we want you just to be our part-time guy. Okay, great. See at the pole rally. Everybody goes to the CEO. Saw at the pole rally back in this day. It's off campus. It's in the Civic Center. So I leave. I take my group of kids to the Civic Center, and I'm that night, I'm going to get voted to be the youth pastor at this church, right? Mm-hmm. So I pull back up, adults in the parking lot crying. People were in tears, and I roll up, and I'm like, what happened? I said, oh, the pastor quit tonight, and he he's already gone. And so and I, so then I'm like, so did y'all get around to the part about <laughs> me voting? <laughs> did y'all me vote that? Or? Vote no, me. we didn't. We didn't vote that. All right. So, yeah, so then, uh, oh, okay. So then that pastor left to there's and basically he it, it's it's a complicated story but he left and he started a new church so he asked me to come with him to the new church oh. so then i went to this new church so um, you left all those people crying yeah i was like for I'm, two reasons they well for the money pastor all for the you. money yeah that's what we do in the ministry yeah all yeah. for the money yeah but this guy ron kirkus was his name uh and he's the one who really developed me so he'd be like, hey, we're going to go jog, and he would tell, teach me theology, or he'd teach me ministry, or he would teach, like, he's the guy who, like, mentored you. Mentored and sat down with me, and, like, here's how you do ministry. So that's how, that's, awesome. that's how I started doing it. And we had seven awesome. kids in my youth group, which I love. I mean, it was so cool. We could, you know, you could, seven kids, you're like, you don't want to go do something right now? Mm-hmm. Well, let's, we have, let's jump in the car. Like, that's we're right. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it was super fun. Love that group. So, yeah, did that uh, all through, through Your senior uh, year. Through my senior year. And then, um. Then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be a youth pastor. That's what I'm going to do. I love what I'm doing. This is so cool. That's what I'm going to do. So you found you fell into your calling, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is cool. And and my pastor was great, but he he knew I couldn't stay there because I was I had a degree and I had to yeah. go get a big boy job. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to send resumes. I sent probably 300 resumes to churches. Nobody called. I mean, not one church. Not one church called me. And so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Guess I'm not going to be a youth pastor. Uh, so go to, I worked for American Cancer Society, uh, which I love, great organization, give money. Uh, and I was like, that's, so I did an internship. We're at youth camp. Shand and I both gra- both have our degrees. We know we're going to have to do something. We both get calls the same day of two jobs that, that want to interview us in Amarillo. So we're like, looks like we're moving to Amarillo. So I go over for American Cancer Society. Love it. Love it. Company car, bag phone. Uh, you know, cell phone. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Loved it. Got mm-hmm. to travel. Mm-hmm. Got to eat out on credit card, like you know, mm-hmm. their dime, all that kind of stuff. But then I got, then I got uh, Shanda's church. Growing up, they needed a youth pastor, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna be the bivoc- bivocational youth guy. Yeah. So did that for three years. The church finally grew uh, big enough, and then they called me one day and they're like, we want you to be our full time guy. And it was really again this mm, um, fork like, in the road. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Because I love this job. But I think, God, you want me to do that, right? Going back to Shanda's question, what are you going to do with your life? Okay, well, I know I'm called to this. I I love what I get to do, but so I'll go for it. So, but on that, here's how how I came to that decision. Stephen Curtis Chapman, I'm diving in, I'm Uh going Uh in. So that song was huge that that summer, whenever it was. And everywhere, every time I got my car, that song was on. I'd go to Market Street, that song was on. Everywhere I went, it's really that song huge in my life. And so I, I do full time. Uh, and then my pastor, who was great to me, there was like three of us on staff, you know, music, youth and uh, uh, me. And he was he just invested in me. Um, he's like, you need to go to school. Yeah. Like you need to get some training and 
So, and I was like, well, what am I going to do? So Liberty was big online back then, still yeah. are today. But that, they were they one were, of the only ones. They were, right? yeah, they were like the first. Mm-hmm. And like when I was going, the only. And so I got VHS types in the mail, put those suckers in and would watch and do all correspondence. And so I got my master's, yeah. Man, that's awesome. And how long ago was that? Because that uh, was... Jerry Farwell Sr. was still alive, yeah. so I don't know. A while ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were in Amarillo, though, for how long? I was in Amarillo church? for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then you ended up how? that You ended up here from there. Yeah. Right? So We're uh, just now getting to where we're at to right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> wow. Just now. It's awesome. I love Join it. us next month. Uh, so you know when you're in Amarillo so I loved the church but it was a 300 member church and it was just the same thing over and over so another song that played into my life was um, Stuck in a Moment by U2 Mm -hmm. so that song was like don't sooner or later stuck in a moment whatever so I felt stuck in a moment Mm -hmm. like I felt like I'm doing the same things over and over again Mm -hmm. it's frustrating and so you know growing up from West Texas, when you come to Dallas, you only come to Six Flags, and you're lost half the time because, you know, we don't have it's phones uh, with maps, and so you're just, like, missing the wrong yes. turn, and you're maps mad at your going. wife. You pull and over and pull out the maps. You, you divorced your wife <laughs> your three Texas times. Maps. You know, yeah, yeah. map quest mm-hmm. that your grandma printed out. And mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, anyway, I was like, I'm never moving to Dallas. Never, 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 never. Well, uh, while I was in Amarillo, me and a friend started doing a, a skit team. Uh, her name's Terry, and so we start a, a skit team because I always, going back to the, why would God make me funny if I'm not supposed to be a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I thought that's what I was going to do with my life. So there's these two guys named the Skit Guys, and Tommy and Eddie. Tommy Woodard was on staff here for right. uh, 10, 12 years, something like that. And uh, they traveled. You can look them up, skitguys.com. They traveled everywhere. Now they do more like more video stuff, but they were like pioneers in like sketch comedy for Christians, right? Mm-hmm. So I would go to YC, take my kids to these events where the skit guys would be there, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to mm-hmm. do that. How can I do that? I just remember just being like pumped, like, oh, the skit guys are going to be there? How do I get to be the skit guy? So uh, Terry and I are sitting in Amarillo, Texas, and Chili's, and Eddie James, who's one of the members of the skit mm-hmm. guys, is sitting ac- over at the table. And I'm like, that's, that's Eddie James. You know, and so we just, Terry, Terry, my friend is so, uh, just will do anything. She walks over to him. Hey, we want to do what you do. <laughs> and he was so gracious. And he was like, well, do you have some skits written? And, and by then we'd been traveling some, like yeah. we've been doing some super summers mm-hmm. and we've been doing some stuff. And he's like, what do you got next time I'm here, which I'm going to be here next month. I'll meet with you and I'll, sh- you know, let me see your skits. Oh, wow. So he did that, which was huge yeah. for us. And yeah. he gave us a few notes and he's like, I think you guys got the stuff. And so then People would call them, and if they didn't want the gig, they would give it to us. Oh, that's cool. And so we, we got Super Summers. I did YC. I mean, we did some big, big events. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so that played into that. So then that's how I got to know Tommy mm. was through uh, Eddie, and then Tommy was here. And uh, so anyway, when when this opening opened up, Tommy knew. Tommy had already been gone. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a guy in between. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, Tommy's like, I, I just shared with him, like, hey, I'm just, I'm looking. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, there's a church in Frisco. Like you, you know, the, he's like, put my, and this is Tommy. Th- you got, you have to know Tommy, but Tommy's like, put my name on the resume. I'm a god there, you know. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, the next <laughs> phone call that I get from after I send my resume, it's from uh, Pat Barry, who calls yeah. me and he says, "Do you know Tommy?" Oh. Like it wasn't, "Do you know Jesus?" Uh-uh. Do you know the mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. It's, "Do you know Tommy?" Mm-hmm. And so that's how I got here. And also John Randalls, who went here, he's yeah. one of my mentors. He mm-hmm. went here. And so uh, John vouched for me. So I ended up like when we never thought we'd come to Metroplex. Like, what is this? So we came, drove to Frisco, did the interview. Yep. Um, and I don't think they liked me to be honest. But I was like, but wait, there's I Shanda. Know Tommy. 
I, and I know Tommy. Did I mention Tommy? Tommy. But Shanda did make a good impression. And Shanda. Mm. Please meet Shanda. Before you say no to me, say hi to Shanda. Mm. And so, yeah. They liked you. Yeah, they liked me. They okay. did. I, I lost the first interview, uh, putting the baby in, putting Brooke, Brooklyn was... Uh, she was know, little. Little, little yeah, thing on, a, on a, baby. a heart monitor thing. And mm-hmm, I dropped my wallet in the parking lot, mm-hmm. putting her in the thing. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Wilson called, who's one of our admins here, and she was like... She, she told Chuck, I was like, this guy can't even get his wallet. Do we want him? Like, he lost his wallet in the parking lot. Yeah, because she and was his admin yeah. at that time, So right? I, had to, yeah. I had to call Sarah and I was like, I think I lost my wallet. She's like, yeah, we're mailing it to you. Oh. Uh, but anyway, long story short, And you didn't it. even hear, here. we were, that was back in the day. We took a long time. A long time. I mean, yeah. it was months before you heard from Frisco yeah. first. At yeah. the time, we were not FBC even. Mm-hmm. We were just First Baptist Church at Frisco, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for long First time. Baptist Church at Frisco to And then I had to come you. here. And do uh, Wednesday night. That's right. Four different youth pastors every night would be one. And the kids kind of got to vote. And then the personnel team would, would watch that person oh, vote. Wow. So it was like American Idol mm-hmm. uh, youth pastor youth edition. Pastor style, yeah. And I was just funny. You're good at having songs that resonate with you and you keep with you. Yeah. And the questions people have asked you. So do you still do that as a grown man now when you're getting a situation or life and you kind of go, what does God want for me? Yeah, uh, so I wrestle with that still to this day. So I've gotten so much better, though. But I I think the thing is, as the funny guy in the room, mm-hmm. you're always got to be the funny guy, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but then people don't like, some people don't like the giftedness of funny, right? True. And I think it's a gift. It is uh, a gift. It's absolutely a gift. But 100%. some people don't see it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's always a struggle, I think, with me, maybe, and maybe even other believers, like, I don't know, like, is funny too, you know, is too funny? Or, I mean, there's a balance, right? Yeah. But I remember, too, though, you've said, you've told me before, and I don't think I'm going to word it right. You used to be uncomfortable with the serious. Yeah, I mean, I think you And I don't feel like that's as much, I don't think you're uncomfortable no, with the I serious mean, conversation anymore yeah. either. No, no, As no. He's not clinging really. to his emotional help yeah. animal right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about this. He's fine. He's totally yeah, fine, I'm Debbie. He's totally so fine. good. Talk to me, spirit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, I think there's growth and balance and maturity that just happens yeah, as a believer because you are sure. doing what God's asked you to do. And part yeah. of it is sitting in the things that are uncomfortable knowing that's just growth, right? Yeah. And so you've had to do that. Yeah. I mean, just like we well, all do. Thanks for noticing. Uh, <laughs> but again, back but, to the funny. But, but you're I welcome think, for noticing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and two, like, I think the maturity level going, were, a uh, long time ago, uh, I remember going to this thing that set me free. And um, it was a, it was a, it's called Laugh Your Way. It's, it's a, it's a personality test. Hmm. Um, and it's a marriage thing. And I was at a conference and I, I did it. And one of the, and I printed it out. And it's called Flag Page. And on the middle of my flag page, it said, uh, good on stage. And I was like, talk to me. Why is, why is mm-hmm. that my number one thing? Is that that's where you live? And if someone squashes that or tells you you're not good on stage or doesn't like you on stage, that's how you're going to get hurt in life because that's what, you're, that's what you want to do. So at the time, that's though. That's what you're passionate about. That's where yeah, you Yeah, and I'm just I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. like natural on stage. Like, I've seen him. It's not that good. But you are good like, and you are natural. And so, yes. But, like, but the wrestle becomes, right, when people go, uh-huh. well, he just, he's all about himself. Yes. He's just about himself. He's just They don't see it as a gift. They don't see it as something yeah. how He's you're hardwired. Himself, so why like, do you think people so what is it that makes you think people think that? Uh, well, because people Cause have they tell you that. <laughs> yeah, people they have tell you. said that. Yeah. What are things yeah. that people have said? Oh, uh, you know, like, um, hey, that's a little too much you when you were up there. That's too much you. So how do you respond? Because if, if you're saying what you're saying is true, is that if they attack my presence on stage, that's who I am, I'm passionate, that's how I can get hurt. 
how have you responded and dealt with that criticism then? Because they're Drinking. hitting you. He puts Lots on the it. double armor of God when <laughs> yeah. he goes on stage. Well, no, so like, but like serious question. This is as, something. Can yeah, you like? Because we're all get hit in the places where it yeah. hurts the most at some point. As I so travel, have you right, doing sketch comedy. Yeah, there would always be one person who that that joke was too far or you know whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I'm like today, I'm like John Chris, like that guy gets away with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but like. Like, right, so then, but, and there could be 500 positives, but I'm going to remember the one. Yes, because that's, that's, that's where that's I live. your heart, because yeah. that's where you live. So how, yeah. what do you do with that? So, how do you handle oh, man. that? Well, I, yeah, you just go, okay. I, it takes days or weeks. Takes, yeah, it'll just unfold. It's not an like, instant. Like, if I'm up somewhere doing something and it bombs, I am always think I bomb. That's number one. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm my own worst critic. But two, if someone else says it, then that's mm-hmm. like, Double. ah. So, I, I mean, I don't know if you ever get over it besides time and just go, and you know, and having a wife that goes, cause, and having people in your corner who go, yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Like, people who can really tell you that. Not just people who are going to blow smoke, mm-hmm. but people who go, you know, I hear what they're saying, but it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah. like I can look in the crowd and sometimes tell stories and if my wife's doing, you know, shaking no, I'm like, okay, too far. I've gone too far. Uh, at least you're reading the room. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, exactly. That's maturity. She, she That's the your, maturity. Your barometer. Yeah. She's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so, yeah. But, but I don't, so how do you get over that? I mean, I think it's just time. I, I mean, if you said today something, I, it would, it would crush me. I don't I'm not, think humanness, you, you can't get over it. You learn how to deal with it and move forward and not let it stick with you and stay in that place of like, well, then I'm horrible because one person said it. But I think everybody, I can't way get of, over it. But I think everybody it. does that differently though. Yes. I yeah. guess is they my still, thing. Like, yes. I think we all, you need, that's healthy. You have to learn how to interact with something that hurts you like that so uh-huh. profoundly. You have to learn how to interact with that well. But I feel like everybody has had their own growth and maturity and process and how to do that. Right. Yeah. So I was wondering with someone like you, who is, I think people don't realize that you're sensitive. That's true. <laughs> it is true. But you put yourself out there all the time. Yeah. So for someone who puts herself out there all the time, yeah. Handling the feedback that's difficult. Yeah. And sometimes though, hard. and sometimes you can take criticism and go, okay, yeah, I probably took that too far. All right. You know, like, and you okay. can run with it and go, I get it. I'll yeah. just suggest okay. for next time. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. I, okay. I say stupid things sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes. Now, sometimes though, you're like, I don't, I don't. And it depends on the person. There you go. Okay. Right? There so tell you us go. what that means. Well, like, well, uh, if it's always that one person, like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I've lost respect for you anyway because you tell me every time. Okay. But if it's someone that really cares about me and say, hey, yeah. I want to see you get better at this or I want to see you improve. Or really has care and concern yeah. for me, not mm-hmm. just a rando. I don't like you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like someone's like, I'm invested in you, and I can I help you just formulate something or you know tweak something or like mm-hmm. like when I was with the skit guys, they were very super critical of some of our stuff. Uh, but I was like, but these guys are the best, so yeah. I'm gonna listen to them. And that was probably part of what you wanted them to do. Yeah, you wanted them to get better. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I was like, oh, I want these guys to breathe into this because mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're the pros, right? It's it's I guess it's different. Like if someone who's never on stage gives me something, yeah. Okay, well you were offended by that, or uh, mm-hmm. I mean I haven't offended a whole lot of people, mm-hmm. but you know I'm saying you didn't like that. Well, what's the last time you were on stage? I don't right. Know. So I what know. what, what kind of place would you say you're there? at now? Like, are you what kind of if you were to kind of put a name and like, hey, I'm in a good place, I'm in a bad place, I'm in a murky place, I'm in a like. It, There's some Kleenex. How are you? Chris, <laughs> if you uh, answer this well, there's some Kleenex. The password is Zoloft. Uh, no, I. Uh, how am I now? So, yeah, I think coming to grips of who I am, like self-awareness and learning about mm-hmm. myself. Um, mm-hmm. Because I had trauma in, in my past, I've never gone to counseling. You should go to counseling. Everyone should go to counseling, you but should. I'm not Amen. going to. Uh, 
she kissed me first. And then uh, I would say like, like just understanding who you are is so important. And I think that I did the Enneagram study, uh, you know, two years ago. Um, oh, the devil. <laughs> uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, and I've done, you know, like all these little tests sometimes we do at mm-hmm. church. Or we had a counselor here recently. I mean, I, I like listen to that and go, okay, what can I learn from that? So, sure. Um, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm maturing good. guys. I'm maturing. Yeah. Uh, but also in that maturing though, sometimes you lose the joy and you lose like just that, like when Jesus said, come to be like the little children, there's just something about, let's don't get lost in all the, all mm. the theology. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, Jesus saves. Can we just, and I know that sounds so simple. I'm, I'm teaching your students beyond that, but sometimes that we make it so complicated and it's really just Jesus loves us and whoever comes to him can have eternal life. Right. And that's kind of the space that I'd love to live in. Mm. I'm not a, uh, which we need both. I mean, we need people who are going to go apologetics. I, mm. We need them. We need the balance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But sometimes it's just we get so lost. Those people get so lost in apologetics or so mm-hmm. lost in Calvinism or so lost in Arminianism. And it's like, man, just Basis. just Jesus. Just be. <laughs> just, just be. Jesus, right? Yeah. He's the yeah. one who uh-huh. saves and The reason for the and, season. Yeah. Uh-huh. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting, even like we're studying First John right now in big church or whatever. Yeah. And it is. He's one that says little children, little children constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he walked with Jesus. So he was, he reminds us it's all about just that childlike mentality of yeah. keep it simple. Just keep it simple. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. you get wrapped up in the big things yeah. or bigger things that you shouldn't just keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Go back to your first love. Mm. We have some lightning round questions yeah. for okay. you. Thank okay. you for sharing all that yeah. with us though. Yeah. If you're and listening, we'll- uh, they're not listening email. anymore. They stopped listening okay. a long time ago. It's just we'll us now. Gift card. Uh-huh. We're yeah. here. Here we go. But we'll be having you on for other things. Okay. All right. <laughs> for those of you who want to hear, for Chris those of you talk who just woke up, other stuff. Welcome back. Welcome back. What is the last show that you binged, watched, and loved? Uh, Thirty Rock. Oh, okay. love I haven't it. heard that one in a while. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Mm, he's fine. Love him. I know he's crazy, but what is something that people people often get wrong about you? Um. Hmm. I, I mean, I think as the funny guy, you don't always get taken serious. And maybe sometimes I don't want to be, but then sometimes I do. Jekyll and Hyde. I'm a, I'm a complicated man. Yes, you are. Uh, but yeah, I think people may see... Like, like I, there was a post this week from my good friend Corey Lieberman, at Texas Baptist, and he wrote on Facebook, hey, I know you think my guy's the funny guy at Conclave, which is a thing that I MC for Baptist. Mm-hmm. He's like, but take a look at the Pack the Gym. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like that was his opener. Like, I know you guys think Chris is this funny guy. Yeah. Um. But he but takes also, he takes ministering to youth seriously. Yeah. So yeah. I think maybe people see me and they, because I am funny. Yeah. They, I, I'll tell you this: um, people who work with me, I'm very um, organized. Mm-hmm. So I think people look at me and go, "There's no way that guy's organized. No way." Um, but I'm. Pretty, You're very organized, organized, and you love to read. I do love to read. You read a lot of books. Love to read. And readers are leaders. <laughs> You yes. and Debbie both have shirts that say that, don't you? Yeah. We do. We should read. We yes, have a book we club. You we should wear the T-shirts mm. together. Yeah. To say together is what I was yeah. going for. Yeah. <laughs> or start a book club. Or that start a book club. club. Yeah. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. with I the mean, shirts. And you're also, which my husband loves, the budgeting man that he is. You watch the pennies. I did. Like you budget, yeah. and you're really careful with your money. And yeah. every dollar app. Every dollar like, app, people. Yeah, like yeah. you're. I I do think you're much more together. You're right than a lot of people look at comedians, and it seems like they're just yeah, funny all just, the time, and they don't He's take just, life seriously. Yeah. But you take a lot of things seriously. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, what's your biggest pet peeve on that note? Um. 
podcasts. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Pet peeve. Okay, so this is my newest one. But like, uh, people don't ask you questions. You ever been in that situation where you're just ask, 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 ask? Oh, and they're not and interested in you. Yeah, they're just talking and like, can you throw me one question? Can you just throw me one? That's my pet peeve. That's my current pet peeve. That and motorcycles on the tollway. Ugh. Especially when they're weaving in between oh, cars yeah. when they're doing wheelies. I just wanna. This is the. the I just wanna Crazy. grab my wheel and just just up against the you wall. Just one up. time. You see him coming up in the yeah. mirror. And Open you up the wanna... door. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't like. I hate the motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jordan did a really good. Um, Michael interview. B. No, the, not Michael okay. B. Jordan, but number okay. 23, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, Okay, on why him on his motorcycle, he's safer than a person in a car. Really? Yeah, it was interesting, because I guess whoever was interviewing, I think Charles Barkley was in there, because I love both of them together, but I really love Charles Barkley. Anyway, but they were talking about how he rides his motorcycle through downtown Chicago, and he they, he swore he was in and out, and somebody what? was like, uh-huh, and he was like, I'm safer than you are in a car. Uh-uh. And he goes through all of his reasons. Anyway. You keep interesting. Just, you just keep telling yourself. Well, that. no. And then you're going to drive said. by Chris Hart, and he's going to open the door I and show. It was interesting, <laughs> though. It did make you think that they have to be more aware oh, of their surroundings, sure. and so that's what he was building the case for. Yeah. So it did make you kind of go, "Huh." I do think that is true. They have. I mean, they're idiots there. when they go up on the one wheel on the back wheel, yeah. right? But anyway, okay. More questions. The noisy narrative is about cutting through the noise and getting to the heart of the matter. What is that's your cute? <laughs> Any more thoughts? <laughs> Did you want to keep going? No, it's great. You're done? Yep. I'm okay. Done. What is your narrative right now? Fill in the blank. Blank narrative. So kind of what season are you in right now? Oh. Let me read the question one more time. Hey, well, I'm good? 50. You're 50? I'm about to be 50. 50 years old. There's another I'm, skit. I'm 50. <laughs> the midlife narrative. I'm a man. I'm a full-grown man. man. Uh, I So I'm in My this. My life is half-over narrative. Yeah, I'm in this. I, it's so weird because I'm nowhere close, even though I'm a good budgeter. Thanks, somebody in office. Inflation. But uh, uh, retirement. Oh, yeah. Like, what's next You're for me? You're eyeing the what's next I'm not, narrative. And I'm not unhappy where I'm at. Or I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking, okay, when I'm 55, 60, yep. what am I doing? Mm. Yeah. And that's only sure. like five years from now. Mm-hmm. And you've lost it. You've lost it. You've lasted. <laughs> you've lasted in student ministry longer than a lot of student pastors last. Yeah. In student ministry. Most student pastors they move on. They move yeah. on, right? But you mm-hmm. love what you do, love and you it. love working mm-hmm. with students, and yeah. this is where you wanted to be, and we, you know, yeah, that's good. Okay, last question. You're at, you're in heaven. Yeah. Looking down on your funeral, what do you hope people say about you? Oh. You cannot oh. say that you are a good and faithful servant, or mm-hmm. that you love Jesus. Okay. Because we know those. Well, um, I hope it's a party. I, I want a party too. Yeah. I have a whole thing on my funeral. I want it to be a party, and I want it to be like a celebration of life. So hopefully, there's going to be some people who talk and Did say, you say something. Celebrity nice. show of life? Do you want a surre- celebration? A celebration. Did you celebra- celebrate? Yeah. Or celebrate? Or celebrity? I love it. You know, you Either pick one. your one. Yeah, celebration you know. of life. Um, so we uh, want people to say. Yeah, that? I don't know. Like, do you have your playlist picked out for your funeral? I don't. Well, okay. So dream, dream funeral. All right. Um, so Michael W. Smith comes together. Michael, Michael w. Smith, w. Smith. He comes because he okay. does all the famous people's, yeah. you know, yeah. stuff. So he comes and does a little ditty that he wrote probably the night before. Um, and then Crowder would come. Okay. And he would yeah. do some just hymns. He would just do old school hymns okay. like "I'll Fly Away" yeah. and that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Would you want this song to be played? Mm. <clears throat> come on. I do confess well. I believe. You know what? I think we should just keep that playing and wrap this up right here, y'all. 
All right, everybody, that's it from Noisy Narratives. We are wrapping this up. Thank you so much for being with us, and that is it. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Life can be amazing.